It's Thursday afternoon, and every second Thursday we get a visit from personal finance expert Mary Holm. She joins me now. Hi there, Mary. Hi, Jesse. And letters. You get letters. You get stacks and stacks oh, of look. letters. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I keep on, you and I, every now and then, like to try and get away from the fact that, that the share market's not doing very well in the last few months. Um, but I get so many letters to my column and sent through from you uh, of people worrying that I thought perhaps we'd better do another session on. We've got, I think, four letters here. Yeah, um, and mostly people are worries. expressing expressing a bit of dismay and shock that their KiwiSaver balances are going down and um, they might be thinking, yes. Mary, you told me to get into KiwiSaver. <laughs> are you about to retract your advice? So should we go through them and uh, hopefully... Among these four letters, other people listening will get some of their questions answered as well. Yes. Um, Carol. Carol complains that her conservative fund is not so conservative. Uh, she had a real estate sale and she invested $725,000 in a BNZ conservative fund. She chose it because she's risk averse and she had just five years before turning 65. That sounds pretty sensible. The person who interviewed me explained their fee structure, said Carol, but indicated I would still be better off than a low-interest term deposit. But the increases have never been what I was led to expect. And now, 2.5 years later, my account has gone down below the original sum. Am I losing out because their fees are unusually high? I've got just two and a half years before I can receive a pension, and I'm seriously worried that I'm in the wrong KiwiSaver option. Can Mary please help me with some advice? Yes. Um, Now, firstly, no, the fees are not high. BNZ, to its great credit, and somewhat to my surprise, I have to say, lowered its KiwiSaver fees not long ago less than a year ago and and so it's it's among the low fee providers now so it's not a problem with fees the problem that carol's got is that it's an unusual period for conservative funds um and a lot of people are saying hey i'm in a conservative fund with whatever provider and it's going down and i think part of the trouble is the name conservative makes people think they're in the lowest risk fund of all. But in fact, there's a whole category of funds that that are called by sorted and so on called defensive funds, which is a very low risk ones. And the providers sometimes call them cash funds. Um, And they are where people should be if they really don't want to see their account balance ever drop. When I was having a look at the BNZ fund returns, Sure enough, over the last year, they've been really quite seriously negative. And that's unusual. It's because, basically, because interest rates have risen. And um, that means that the funds that are stuck with bonds, which are usually conservative, low-risk kind of investments, but most of the funds are sort of stuck with old bonds that are now paying relatively low interest compared with the newly issued ones. And so they're not worth as much. And that gets reflected in ne- negative returns for for conservative and middle risk sort of funds. And it's look, it's fairly unusual what's going on right now. Um, see, see the one Carol's in, for example, is fifty five percent bonds, twenty percent shares too. The conservative funds, you know, sometimes have a fair few shares, and then the rest, the other twenty five percent, is cash. Um, 
but the fees are low. I would say to Carol that she could move her money to the to the BNZ's cash fund, which is their truly low risk fund, which holds only cash and won't go down, or it shouldn't be very, very unusual for it to go down. Um, and if so, it wouldn't go down very much at all. Um, the trouble with doing that right now is she's kind of making her losses real. Yeah. So she might want to just move some of it down to the cash fund um, and leave some of it where it is. So she's kind of a half and half situation. The conservative fund will recover, but it might take a year or two. Yeah, but she's got she's got two and a half years to go. So I guess all she wants is reassurance that over that five year period she's going to be up, and that it would be very, according to your um, yes. expertise, it would be very, very unusual if she was down after five years. It would, it would. It's, there's certainly no guarantees, but it'd be very surprising. What she's got to keep in mind as well is she's got a lot of money, and she's got seven hundred and twenty five thousand, which is way more than most people, um, and. Um, we've got to assume she's not going to spend all of that right as soon mm. as she turns 65. She might, if she's because she said she had a real estate sale. So if she were interested in buying another piece of property, she could be spending it all in a lump sum. But most people in retirement are spending, you know, a little bit at the beginning mm. and then gradually over the years. So quite a lot of that money might be, you know, might be she might be not not spending for 10 or 20 years. So she, yeah, so she might just hang about and things should turn positive. And the trouble is I can't say when. You know, they could continue on negative for another six months, another year even. But on the other hand, they might turn positive fairly soon. Yeah. So if she's really panicking, she could move at least some of it to the, the BNC cash fund. But if she can hang in there, she'll probably in the long run be better off. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, that's hopefully useful for you, Carol. Uh, Heather wants to know if it's a good time to switch funds. She switched her KiwiSaver from conservative to balanced at the end of May, and she's heard now uh, would be a good time to have more money in shares than cash. The balanced fund has 50% shares, and the conservative fund had 30%. Uh, she says she's unlikely to need this money in the next five years. Within a week of doing the switch, by the way, her, the value of her fund dropped by 2.4%. She says, I imagine the best thing to do is stay in the balanced fund and keep calm. She's obviously heard uh, some of your advice over the yes. years, Mary. Should I have stayed in the conservative fund and waited before switching to balanced? Is there a good time to switch? There is advice on switching providers, but there's not so much on switching between fund types, such as from conservative to balanced to growth. Yeah, look, the two different types of switching, obviously, um, and the, and just very briefly, if you're switching providers but staying at the same risk level, it's fine to do that at, in any market. It doesn't make any difference whether it's a good or bad market you're doing that. But when you're switching fund types, um, that's when you can sort of make a bad move if the market timing's wrong. Um, with With Heather, I would say she's best to just stay put um, it's not good to reduce risk in a downturn, but it's fine to increase risk as she's done. It's actually that sort of contrarian investing, and that's what she's been referring where she's referring to where she says she's heard it's quite a good time to have more mm. money in shares than cash. Um, so 
there will be more ups and downs. So she's moved from conservative to balance, and it sounds as though she could possibly be even considering moving to higher risk than that. Mm. And it does sound yeah, a little bit like she's trying to time the market, though, Mary, which you uh, always sort of yes. advise against. <laughs> I, absolutely, yeah, and and you know she she could regret it. That you know if she, if she moves to higher risk now and then the markets keep going down, she she's going to wish she hadn't. Um, but if she if she is thinking of moving to higher risk and leaving it there. In other words, she's not planning to spend the money for 10 years or more, and I don't think we've got any indication that she is, then, you know, she could go ahead and get even braver. Um, She's got to, though, promise that she isn't going to start panicking when the markets next go down, because they will. We just don't know when. Thank you. I'm talking to Mary Holm, um, addressing some people's concerns about KiwiSaver today. Uh, this is another letter, uh, and the writer says, I'm 62, and I'm on a benefit due to illness. My fixed costs are already slightly more than my income, so I'm financially stressed. I have just enough in my KiwiSaver to pay off my mortgage, and without mortgage payments, I could afford to eat. I'm hanging out for retirement so I can action this plan, especially as I'm worried that my KiwiSaver balance is about to tank. It's currently in mixed growth and conservative is there any way I can cash out my retirement savings early? And if I could, should I? No, yeah, I feel for this person because you know they're on a benefit and so life's probably not financially very easy. Um, you can't get your money out early, even though this person is 62 and they'll be able to get access to their money by when they're 65, can't get it out early unless you're in really dire financial straits. And I don't recommend taking that on unless you really have to. They they look at all your bank accounts and all your spending and, you know, it's not at all easy to get money out um, because you're in financial trouble. Um the, the, this person, their balance probably has fallen. They wrote wrote a couple of months back, actually, and the balance probably has gone down mm. since then. Um, so I would say to that person, if you're planning to use all your KiwiSaver money in three years, and it sounds as though they might because they're wanting to pay off their mortgage, it probably is a good idea to move to a lower-risk fund right now, even though you're sort of locking in the losses you have probably been making because you're in mixed growth and conservative in your growth fund anyway, possibly also in your conservatives, as we were saying earlier, they've been going down lately as well. Um, do, if, so if this person's nervous about it and they just think, I can't, I really want to know where I stand, even though if they hung in there, Probably, almost certainly in the next three years, their balance will go back up mm. again, but it might not. It, you know, it's, mm, it's, it's so hard to say. I sometimes say to people, do it half and half. If you're really nervous about it, move half of it to a low-risk fund and leave half of it where it is and hope that that does recover. Um, by the way, the, this person said who their, who their provider was, and I decided not to to broadcast that, but the, that particular provider does not have a true cash fund. Um, so you need to go, if you really want a fund that invests only in cash, so it won't move at all in, in down markets, 
um, go onto the Smart Investor tool, which is on, on the sorted website, and look for defensive funds. And within that category, look at the ones that have the word cash in their name. And even then, some of them aren't pure cash. So you want to then click on the, the fund information and have a look at what their investments are. So some of them are pure cash funds, and those are the really low-risk ones if, if this person or anyone else wants that. But, you know, I might, on the other hand, they might be able to just hang in there and hope it goes back up again. Um, and I'm just saying in this situation, thinking what I might do, I might say, <clears throat> let's hope the money in... in my KiwiSaver does start growing again and perhaps set yourself a goal, say, when it gets back up to where it was mm -hmm. at the beginning of this year or whatever, then I'm going to move it to a cash fund so that they're not moving it at the very worst time. It's a hard one, Jesse, though, because this person's stuck in a position where we simply don't know what's happening and I wish I could give them more reassurance than I can. Um, I think that's pretty good you know, advice what you've given them. Realized, yeah, and, and you did have a note on their provider yeah, as well. The, 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 yes, your particular provider does charge high fees. So I would recommend, regardless of anything else, having a look on Smart Investor and looking at the low, lower fee funds at the same risk level because you're paying high fees and, and not necessarily getting anything more for your money. Great. So... That's something you could do that would help help your returns along yeah, a bit. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, one more letter now on KiwiSaver, and this comes from Gerald. Uh, and he says, Mary always recommends to everyone to join KiwiSaver. Not quite true, but I'm sure Mary will uh, address that. Anyway, <laughs> experts, experts tell us frequently that the national super system, as we know it, is unsustainable in the long term. I'm not sure if anyone's said that definitively either. But anyway, if the government runs short no. of money to support pensioners in the future, will people who saved for their retirement have the money which they receive from pension funds deducted from National Super? And if so, will Mary still advise people to be in KiwiSaver funds? Yeah, and this is something I hear every now and then. Um, people worry that if they've saved a lot in KiwiSaver or elsewhere, that at some point they'll get less New Zealand super because they've got big savings, whereas other people um, who haven't bothered to save or haven't been able to save will, can cruise along on super. And look, there's no way anyone can tell you what a future government will do. And nobody can guarantee that. But when you think about it, this is a democracy. A government's not going to do something that's that, that really hurts a heck of a lot of people and makes people who saved worse off or even equal to people who didn't save. Because think of the message that sends to the young people at the time. If, you know, if, if the 20-year-olds are hearing their, their parents and grandparents saying, oh, look, if I hadn't bothered to save, I'd be just as well off, then they wouldn't bother to save. Of course they wouldn't. And so it's just, it's just not rational to think that a government would make people worse off or even equal if, for, to those, for, with those who have saved, you know, so that those who have saved should always be better off than those who haven't. It's a terribly disempowering thing to, a message to send 
to, to New Zealanders that, oh, don't bother to save the government or look after you. The, you know, to some extent, I think New Zealand governments always will. New Zealand super will not disappear. The, the, when Gerald says the experts say it's unsustainable, but that's not true. It might, <laughs> you know, the rate might reduce. The in, uh, annual increases might not be quite as big as they are now. Currently, the increases are match wage increases. And they might sort of slow that down a bit. But if you go and look at on the Treasury website and look at Treasury's research on this, we're not in nearly as bad a plight as we think, as some people think we are. Um, and in any case, regardless of all of that, people who have saved, I'm sure, are going to always be better off than people who haven't. This is a great session, Mary, and I hope that you've uh, reassured some people out there. Very, um, very unusual for conservative funds to be dropping, huh? Uh, and that's a combination of what's <coughs> happening with the bonds and what's yes. happening with the, the share market. And I think it will have, as you say, given people a bit of a fright, people who thought that their money was never going to go down if they were in a conservative fund. I guess this is a lesson people will remember and, and will be instructive for, for choosing yes. a fund in the future. <coughs> It's not unusual for a conservative fund to go down a bit, to wobble around a little bit. I mean, partly because they do tend to have some shares, but also bonds, you know, do react to changes in interest rates. But they've gone down quite a lot, and that that is unusual. And so, you know, if you really, really can't cope with that, think about moving, but hopefully hang in for a while until the markets recover a bit, and then move at least some of your money to a very low-risk um, KiwiSaver cash fund. Thank you for your analysis. Great to have you on as always. Mary Holm, uh, catch you next time. Thanks, Jesse.